Hi friends, this is Pastor Young from Not Your Parents Religion Podcast. I'm sitting here with our co-hosts for today, Jill and Sean. And today we're going to be talking about our end of the year wrap up. We're going to be talking about some of the things that we've done throughout 2023 and some of the things that we hope to accomplish on the podcast for 2024. So tune in as we do a wrap up of 2023. Hi, friends. Welcome back. I am your host, Pastor Robert Young. And again, I'm sitting here with my co-host, Sean and Jill. And today we wanted to do a slight wrap up of what we have done over the past year with the podcast, our street ministry. Because as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, we go into parks, street corners, coffee houses, any place that unchurched people gather. And we conduct surveys as an icebreaker to get people to talking about religion and faith and Christ and spiritual things. We do this so that mostly we mostly dispel myths and fallacies about Christianity and the faith. And we do that so and we make the podcast so that you can have an informed decision, a true decision, untainted decision about Jesus Christ. Whether you choose Christ or not, at least you'll have proper information. That is our hope, that is our dream. And for 2023, we want to talk about some of the things that we did over 2023. And let's start with um, the hosting service that we have because it's called Buzzsprout. And while I'm trying to pull up that information, it talks about the difference between the podcast from 2022 and 2023. One of the things that it said that we did, the podcast did, was it grew by 294%. Wow. And I say this all the time, Sean. I say statistics can be misleading. In 2022, we only did three months worth of podcasts because we started it in October so comparing, you would, you would know that it's not only talking about three months of, of um, right versus a right. whole year. Right. So statistics can be kind of misleading. Which we know. So we know in today's day and age that people try and pull the wool right. over. So, so that's good. <laughs> so in full disclosure, it says that we did the podcast in increased by 294%. And I'm sure I could go in and break down the numbers and see. There was an increase, obviously, but 294% is comparing three months in 2022 versus 12 months in 2023. However, our hope and our dream is for that number to be more accurate for 2023 versus, or 2024 versus 2023. It also said, and I'm still trying to pull it up, um, that we had reached 20, hold on, don't, let, don't make me into a liar. Let me get it. We've reached every continent except Antarctica. Yes. Five countries, uh, over six continents, and we had 878 minutes of, of airtime, talk time. I'm not sure how many hours that is, but we want to increase that as well because... Uh, for most of um, 2023, the earlier months, the podcast was only like five or 10, 15 minutes long. When we got more co-hosts on, it almost doubled in amount of time we were talking. And I'm not sure if that's good or bad, but <laughs> what, one of the things that we want to to do is to show people different sides and perspective of the Christian life, because it's not just one thing. Right. Would you agree? 
We yes. agree. Yeah. And it, it affects everyone differently. And because we have so many different personalities in the world, uh, of course, it's going to be different for everybody. But the essence of Christianity is the same. And the essence is God counted all of us as sinners and he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to pay the price or the penalty for that sin. And you must receive Christ as your savior by faith and actions in order to come see God when you die. Right. And that's, and a, that's a nutshell. That's, it also needs to be in your heart, too. And God will know if it's not in your heart, if he is not in your heart. And quite frankly, there's some, some things you can do to tell if your heart is pure or not. What do you think some of those things are? What are those things? Well, I tell you what, here's a, here's a, cause somebody was saying to me uh, recently that they felt bad about something that they hadn't done, but they should do. And I say, well, you know, and they were wondering if they were still in the will of God. I said, well, listen, if you can ever make it to the point where you can sin and don't feel bad about it, then I say you're not in the right. <laughs> right. 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 When you can just say, hey, oh, well, God's going to forgive me. When you've reached that attitude, you better go to the altars real quick. Yep. But when you feel like, man, I should have done this, that shows God that you still have some type of compassion, some love, some some remorse. Some love. remorse. Yeah. Amen. And, and this, isn't that the biggest piece right there? Yeah. It's attitude with God. Right. Sometimes it's not even so much what is, but the bigger piece is not so much the sin, but your attitude with the sin. We actually made a podcast in 2022. Someone had asked me, what is the sin of abomination? And I said, uh, the sin of abomination is this. If your sin was, was stealing, just to pick a random sin, and you had gotten to the point where you said, huh, I'm going to steal and ain't nothing God can do about it. And I don't care. I'm going to continue to sin. Now you're in trouble of reaching right. God's wrath and judgment. Right. We concentrate all the time on the sin of homosexuality and what God did with Sodom and Gomorrah, but we don't look at how those people got there. Right. The sin was bad, but their attitude about their sin was the part that got them destroyed. So your sin could be stealing, it could be lying, it could be cheating, it could be whatever. When you've reached that attitude, now you're in danger of God's coming and and taking you off the planet. Look out. <laughs> so what else? We This year we went to Buffalo, uh, Syracuse, Syracuse um, Niagara Falls. We went all over the place telling folks about Jesus Christ. Let's and, not forget Rochester. And of course, Rochester, that's our home base because we live here in Rochester. And um, we talked to people. We questioned people. A few people uh, received Christ. But we always hear say that, listen, um, there's a process. It's called the, the law of the harvest. The law of the harvest is simply this. First, you got to break up the ground. Then you plant the seed. Then you water the seed. And then as the seed grow, you come back and get the, the, um, the harvest. We don't know what part of the harvest process that we're in. Sometimes we might be just in the planting process. Sometimes we might be in the actual harvest process as with the Jasmine story. And I'm not going to tell the Jasmine story because I know you two are sick of hearing it. No, tell the Jasmine story. Do you remember the Jasmine story? Do you, you tell the Jasmine story. <laughs> I don't think she remembers the Jasmine story. I know the Jasmine story. The Jasmine story is simply this, people. Um, 
I had finished preaching at one of the churches that I was preaching at at the time. This goes back a few years. And I had walking out of the church and it was a quite a little of a walk to get to my car. But I realized that I had left my favorite Bible in the pulpit of this church. So I said, okay, I'm, I got to go get my Bible. I can't wait till I come back. Oh, I mean, I had like five Bibles at the time. So, but this was my favorite. This is that Thompson chain reference Bible that costs like a hundred dollars. So I wasn't going to leave that there. So I'm like, okay. And it's a great study tool as well. So, I, okay, I'm going to go back and get my Bible. This was a storefront church. They was right next to a convenience store. And so as I'm walking back, I got maybe it take about 60 seconds to walk from that parking lot to the door of the church. So as I'm walking, I see this young man standing in front of the convenience store. You know, he's just leaning up against the wall doing, you know, the thing that young people do and some old people. The spirit speaks to my mind and says, ask him if he wants to be saved. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. So I started doing my usual running through the process of starting in Romans and telling them how everybody was counted a sinner just because of what Adam did. And I'm, I'm, I'm prepping myself before I get there. And the spirit speaks to me again and says, no, just ask him if he wants to be saved. So I'm like, what? And I have this conversation going on in my spirit. I'm like, this guy's not going to know what that means. He just some random young man standing at the corner and the spirit kept impressing on me not to get, go through all of that process, but just to ask him that question. So I'm getting closer and closer to the guy and I'm getting nervous now. because I'm like, Oh, is this really God that I'm hearing? <laughs> so I'm, I'm face to face with him now. So I stop and I said, excuse me, young man. He said, yeah, what's up? I said, let me ask you a question. He said, what's up? I said, do you want to be saved? He stood up, his head dropped and he said, yes, Yes, I do. Now, to make a long story short, that young man received Christ that day and became a member of that church. And, but the point is, someone had already come along, planted the seed, watered the seed, and we were just involved in the harvest at that point. Someone had, because he knew what it was to be saved. He knew all of that. It's just, he was a hanging fruit. And we're talking metaphorically. Um, just a fruit that was ready to be picked. And when we're out there in the various communities in which we go, we don't know if we're part of the planting, watering, or increase part. We're just happy to be a part of that process. Right. Well, but in this year, you we have no idea how many people we really have influenced. Right. Right? We we are out on the street, we see we meet people, we talk to them. And how many other people have you specifically, Robert? All of us, but you are the the head of this. And when a man comes up and says, "Hey, that sign says stop here for prayer." Oh yeah, another great story. <laughs> Sean, were you there that day? Yes. Okay. The big guy. Yeah, yeah, the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we were out on the street corners in Jefferson Avenue, one of the supposed worst areas of our city, and we're doing our thing. We go out and Can we talk. You say supposed. Our own experience being there says this is not a good part of the city, right? <laughs> it, I mean, well, the first I guess, day. I guess the what fir- you define. The first <laughs> you day. Define let me finish. The first day we rolled up, they were the police were there and they were taking a body away. Right? Okay, yes, yes. Uh, now, another time <laughs> you're there, there's a shooting right in front of you. 
another time we're there, Sean and I are standing there and people are coming in doing drug deals right in front of us. So this is a, a, a place that needs God. Okay. We know okay, that okay. this place needs okay, us Okay, co-host Jill. I stand corrected. <laughs> this is a rough neighborhood. Yeah. This is a bad area. But God has given us the courage and the strength and the wisdom to go out there. So this day, the Spirit speaks to me. and st- We have one of our signs that says, stop for prayer. That's it. It just says, stop for prayer. And I had my car parked uh, on the corner this time. And he said to tape that sign to the back of my car. So I did and went on about my business. And I had taken a break from ministering. And I think I was getting a glass of uh, a bottle of water. And this guy walks up um, almost kind of menacingly like, like he wanted to bring harm to me. And I, and I see him coming with this scowl on his face. And I'm like, Lord, you got to, you know, <laughs> I don't know what's about to happen here. So he walks up. And he says, your son says, stop for prayer. And I said, okay. He said, well, I need prayer. So we prayed, and um, I asked him specifically what he needed prayer for. And he said, just just pray. So we prayed, and then I began to ask him a few questions about faith and religion. Before that man left the scene, he had made a decision for Jesus Christ. And that's one of the triumphs that we have out there on the streets. And we want to... Take a moment and thank God for that. And you, the listeners, to let you know that there are people that are accepting Christ. And because he brings the hope, the joy, the peace and all of that other good stuff that comes with having a relationship with Christ. You know, I wasn't there on that day. I made that sign, but I was not there that day. And you paint a picture that he walked up with a scowl and you could see the he was carrying the world on his shoulders. Yes. He walked up like he was ready to punch somebody. Yeah. Right. He was a big guy. He was like 6'3", right. a big, heavy guy. Was he, he lighter? Did he, he looked did scary. Did he look lighter? Did he feel, could when he you left, tell yeah. when he left, did yeah. he feel yeah. lighter? The scowl was gone. Good. Like you said, the weight of the world wonderful. had been lifted. It's one of those times where people come charging at you and you start backing up like, wait a minute now. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> What's about to happen? Well, God bless you guys I mean, for we have being s- out there. We have so many. Well, you're there too. What are you talking about? You're there. Well, on this particular day, I wasn't right, there right. for well, some reason. Not all of us are there every time. But yeah, Jill, our co-host, is one of the people that, or the person that God put in her spirit to start the sign ministry. Because we didn't do signs before. We were just preaching and handing out tracks and talking to people and doing a wonderful job, I'd like to say. But the sign ministry has has revolutionized things. Uh, I like, too, that we also put music out there. Yes. Because yes. one of the things I notice while I'm standing there, uh, I personally am dancing to the music. I really enjoy it, especially Kurt Franklin. When you get him going, I love the beat. But I noticed that people that wouldn't give us the time of the day, they too are dancing in their seats. When, especially when, uh, I can't think of the artist, but... Ain't nobody going to steal my joy is playing. I know the song. I've seen people sitting in their car in front of me and they won't look at me, but they're dancing. They're, they're enjoying that beat. So they're getting that message. Amen. Amen. Music has a way of, of grabbing your attention, Sean. And I see that all the time here when we're working out, (laughs) we saw uh, the two people here that just started, literally started dancing. 
Yeah. While, while our music was Even going. Even in yeah. there, they danced. Right. That's they great. Danced That's great. <laughs> so thank God for all of the wisdom. And that's part of what we'd like to do at the end of the year is to sit down and to pray and ask God to give us godly wisdom on some of the things that we can do to make this ministry more effective, make it better, make it smoother running um, so that we can be as effective for Christ as we possibly can. So we want to give you an opportunity, those of you that are listening to the podcast and have been listening for any length of time, go into the comment section and make a comment. Let us know. Be brutal on, brutally honest with us. Tell us uh, what do you think? What would you like to hear? And if you have questions that you'd like answered about faith, religion, and God, any question, call us. There's a, a way to get in contact with us in a number a number in the um, description box. Call us, leave a message, and we will dedicate that question possibly to a podcast episode and where we try to answer that question. Now, in the future, 2024, what we want to do is continue to do what we're doing here on the podcast and out in the various communities. You both know that we are going to be doing the Capitals Tour, and I know not everyone will be able to go on those Capital Tours. I get that. So we're praying to ask, asking God to send us some Christians in that neighborhood or in that area that could work with us. Wow. Man, what a great idea. That, yeah. yeah. Especially uh, the person, when we went to Niagara Falls, there was a, well, a family member that's a Christian that told us, brought us to that area. Yeah. And we had a wonderful time. In fact, we actually had a, a family member from Mississippi that came up and helped us in Niagara Falls. So we we even when we went to Syracuse, we were at um I and Pat were at a cancer center and a gentleman there said, When you're in Syracuse, check out this area. And we <laughs> did that. Yeah. <laughs> and had a wonderful time. So yep. we want to uh, provide more interviews for you for from pastors and other leaders and from people that are not pastors and leaders so that you can get a well-rounded view of what Christianity is. Cause you might be thinking, well, some of the stuff that you hear on TV or you see out, or you may even see somebody that's a, so, that calls themselves a Christian and you may have the wrong idea about what, <laughs> what Christianity is. But we, as we say all the time, we want you to make an informed decision about Jesus Christ. So now I think in the comments section, we would, should also allow people to tell us how this podcast has helped your year, what it has changed in your year. How did your year go as you're listening to this podcast? What, it is, what has it done in your life Amen. for you? Amen. A good suggestion. I love it. So take that that and and go into that comment section and write it down because we probably will never see you or have face to face but to hear that it that something you heard on the podcast has made a difference in your life we would love to hear that that is encouraging and if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time we want you to know that 2024 we're coming back strong this is our last episode of the year probably will be published on Wednesday of this this week, but we want you to know that if you've been listening for any length of time and you've made up in your mind a decision for Christ, I want to give you an opportunity right now to accept Jesus 
as your Savior. You've heard enough, and you say, listen, I want Jesus as my Savior. Then repeat this process with me, this, this simple prayer, and mean it. If you mean this in your heart and all that's within you, that's the most important part. And it simply goes, Father, forgive me, for I am a sinner. I realize that I have sinned and fallen short of pleasing you. However, I want to turn away from those things. I want to live a life that you're calling for in these days. I want a relationship with you. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for the forgiveness of my sin. And I receive him now by faith as my Lord and my Savior. Father, I pray that you would fill me with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. I believe now by faith that I am saved, and I thank you in the name of Jesus. Now, friends, if you've said that with a sincere heart, the Bible lets us know that your name has been written in a book in heaven, up in heaven called the Lamb's Book of Life. But there's two more things I need you to do, as I always say. Do your due diligence research and find yourself a good Bible-believing, Christ-honoring, God-worshiping church in your community. Join that church so that you can be a blessing and receive a blessing, encouragement, edification, and all the wonderful things that comes with being a son or a child of the living God. Also, don't neglect or forget to pray in your own home. Read your Bible in your own home. Do it with your family. Do it privately. And watch as God reveals himself more and more and more to you. Now, I'm going to ask my, my co-hosts if they, if they have anything further to add. Well, this is our last episode of the, of the year. And we want to thank you for listening to us during 2023. And we're definitely going to be on the move in 2024. And we look forward to seeing you. And again, my name is Pastor Robert Young from Not Your Parents Religion Podcast. Sitting here with Jill and Sean. And may God... Bless you. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs>